the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. And this is episode number 740. What? 740 of Barry on Deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hope you're having a good day. Uh, welcome in. Hope you're warm. If you are, in fact, watching from the great state of Texas and the greatest city in the world, Spring, Texas. Okay, Houston, Texas. I Whatever. Um Super cold out. Super, super diddly cold out. Uh, Unbelievable uh, how cold it is outside. I went out to um, get something out of the garage. Holy shit. I parked my car in an igloo. That's what it felt like. Um, I don't know. I don't. I love the cold. This is a little much. This is a little excessive. This is a little too much cold. For my liking. Um, but I'd rather this than 110 degrees with 100% humidity. Not going to lie. In fact, last night, your boy decided, you know what? I want to watch this Bills-Steelers game. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to watch the Bills and Steelers play some foosball while I smoke a cigar on the back patio. <laughs> It really wasn't that bad. I was actually out there at night, eh, evening tonight. It was cooling off and uh, got a big old coat on and some jeans and my little warm boots. Now, I didn't need gloves. I'm not going to lie. I didn't need gloves. Other than that, hey, we did it. Smoked a whole ass cigar. Now, granted, I didn't take a big ass cigar that takes forever to smoke out there with me. Hey, that's stupid. But uh, I did, I did, uh, did do it. I did it. I did it. And uh, it wasn't that bad. I'm not going to lie. I, I must have a really good jacket. Uh, that's, that's one thing for sure. Um, my jacket was pretty good. So there you go. Uh, we got a busy show. We got a lot to get to. We have to talk um, Bills and Stillers. I didn't finish watching it. I'm not going to lie. Kind of like I just had the uh Eagles game on didn't even finish watching that either it was just ugly I just was doing other stuff I was like you know what these games suck I mean what was the best game of the weekend let's just let's just start with that what was your best most funnest funner game I don't know how you'd say that what was it let's look at the let's look at the whole ass sketch 
Uh, let's see. Schedule. I mean, the the, the Texans, no. No, 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 no. No, Pookie. No, you, that wasn't the best game of the weekend. That was a rout. That wasn't even close. It was ugly. That may have been the best game because you're a fan of the team, but put all that shit aside, you guys. Let's be objective about this. What was the best football game to watch? I mean, it had to be Rams-Lions. Thank you, Heartthrob. You're, you're objective. Also, your team got, got their ass whooped, so you have to be. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. I mean, Texans-Browns was a blowout. Dolphins-Chiefs wasn't close. Uh, Dallas Green Bay was a bloodletting despite what the, the, the junk scores were at the end. Buffalo and Pittsburgh was my God awful. Donna said it. Uh, Josh Allen was on fire. He was cooking. He is cooking. What's up? Go Paco. Uh, Tampa Philly 32 to nine. So not a lot of good game. You know what this was like? This was the NFL's version of. Uh, just random ass bowl games. That's kind of what this was. That's what it was. I mean, that's about the same ratio. One out of every six bowl games was decent. I'm excluding the playoffs, of course. One out of every six bowl games was okay. That's about what we got. I mean, I don't think Lions Rams was game of the century or anything like that, but it was good. It was it was certainly, you know, worth a watch, the best at least to watch this weekend. And I really thought that Dolphins-Chiefs game was going to be better than it was. Miami just did not put up a fight at all. At all. Um, just wasn't even, uh, wasn't even close, really. We didn't even, didn't even try. By the way, let me say hello if you are um, watching or listening on uh, Twitch. If you're not, you can find us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Uh, but hello to everybody watching on Twitter. Yes, that's right. You can now watch the show on Twitter. Uh, I am streaming live over on the Twitters. I figured it out last second. I figured it out and we got it up. So we're over there. Uh, I don't know who's watching. I don't think anybody is yet, but we'll get there. Also on uh, Instagram. Charles Garza, uh, this is the new Podbean. I mean, look, we're just trying some new things, all right? This isn't, it's not going to be as fun. It's not going to be something I pay attention to um, where I'm constantly reading the chat over there. But here's the deal. And I didn't know this for some reason. And you would think I would know and that I should know. Uh, and I would agree with you that I probably should have known this. But I was operating under the... Uh, understanding that we weren't allowed to co-stream. We were not co-stream. We weren't allowed to simulcast on multiple platforms at once. I know that they had come out and said they were, they, they, that you could simulcast on platforms that were not identical to what Twitch did. In other words, you couldn't go live on YouTube and you couldn't go live on Facebook. But you couldn't go live on Instagram or TikTok because those weren't really considered live streaming platforms. They were just platforms that had live streaming. So stupid. And I never really took advantage of that. I was like, eh, whatevs. You know, it's it's okay. It's whatever. 
But then I started seeing like a a lot of people that were co-streaming on, I'm on Twitch and Kick, or I'm on Twitch and YouTube. I'm on Twitch and Facebook. And I was like, I know all these people are affiliates. How are they able to do this? So I dug into it this morning because what really tipped me off was a guy that I know is a Twitch affiliate. Actually, I'm sorry. He's a Twitch partner, I think. And I was like, this just doesn't make sense. Why is he able to stream on YouTube? Because he was like, I'm live on Twitch and YouTube. I was like, okay, I'm missing something. So I dug into it. And sure enough, you guys, um, we're allowed to stream on any platform, anywhere at the same time. Two streams at the same time. Every man's dream. I mean, it's, it's not the only one, but for sure. Uh, sorry, I'm setting up my slides here for you guys, too. And I was like, what? This whole time I could have been doing this? And I don't know what compelled me to look into it. And then I hurriedly, I hurriedly, hurried, uh, hurriedly, hur- I rushed. That's me when I'm spelling something. You ever do that? Where I'm like, uh, literally, 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 seriously. So I was like, ah, let me look into this. And so I did. And I rushed to it. And I was like, well, maybe I'll go live on Instagram and see what happens over there. Um, and we've got one whole viewer on Instagram and it's Charles Garza. Sir, what's up, Charles? The crazy thing is, is you only get like one view. You get like right down the middle and that's it. On Twitch, you get the, I mean, on Twitter, you get the whole little show there. So I know what you're thinking and asking. Oh, well, Barry, are you eventually going to go back to YouTube? Maybe, maybe, maybe I might start streaming live on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and your mama's house. I don't know. I, I don't know. Now, I will say this. I know that the, the, the delay is real bad. The delay is super duper bad for Twitter and um, Instagram. So I may, if I decide to do this long term, uh, I may end up having to get some sort of software like Restream or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. But we're here. We're here now. And damn it, we're doing it. Um, so, yeah, we've got a, uh, a fun show planned i've got tons of football for you a plethora would you say i had a plethora of gifts yes yes i would look i can still see that light basic it's harder than you think to do that looking at a screen that's a mirror in okay um, so yeah, if you're on Twitter watching right now, hello, welcome. I don't know how to interact with chat over there. I don't even know if there is a chat over there. If you're on Instagram, hello, welcome. It's one person. It's Charles Garza. Hey, Brian Pettit just joined. There's two people on Insta. I mean, I could probably fire this off on Facebook. Yo, what's up, H-Town dude? Good to see you. So I could probably fire this up on other ones. I have no idea. I just don't know how much that would slow down my system. Now I sound like my dad. Well, sounded. 
Yeah, my dad used to do that. He wouldn't know anything. He'd be like, oh, my system's acting up. I'm like, well, that could mean your, you know, your internal system on your body or your computer. I have no idea because that both of them don't work well. Um, but we are still. Oh, that's wild. So we had a hype train fire off and I didn't even notice it. What the? What the frick, man? Like, I didn't get any of those alerts. I wonder if that has to do with the with the co-streams. Well, hell, uh, Heartthrob, thank you for resubscribing, sir. Ten minutes ago, Heartthrob resubscribed for 23 months on Twitch. By the way, yesterday I didn't thank Sean Hate Stuff for resubscribing for 21 months. And Joe Pro sent in 303 bits, and I didn't thank him for that because I'm an asshole. So my apologies, Joe Pro. Um, Humble Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits. Heartthrob, thank you for resubscribing. SVG, what's up, Saul? He said a little late, but how about them cowgirls? Not nice. Not nice, but thank you for resubscribing for 13 months. That kicked off the hype train. Joe resubscribed for 21 months. And the hype train was complete. Level two, zero percent. So we got to level two. Uh, three subs, 100 bits. You guys are the best. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. So we got a we got a lot, lot, lot to get to. Got a couple birthdays. I missed a birthday, an earlier uh, birthday. That's that's on me. That's my bad. I got to be a better. I got to be a better uh, host. Thank God, Jen's back to reminding me about those things. Because I just flat out missed it. Okay? I make no excuses. So I'm setting up... Uh, I'm setting up some slides right now. What the frick did I do there? Okay. I don't know what that is. Let's close that. We don't need that. That's weird. I don't know what's happening on my slides. Um, Yeah. So let's get to it. We got to talk about the games last night. We got to look ahead to some of the games coming up. And a whole lot more, but let's start like we always start with the sports headlines. Here we go. All right, here are your sports headlines for the day. Oh, by the way, truck driver Pookie said, make me a VIP. That's my bad, pimp. Truck driver Pookie over here becoming a VIP. Let's go over here. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. Um, Let me copy his name. Truck driver Pussy. That's with uh, two O's, one Oosy. Uh, community roles manager and uh, add new uh, truck driver Pussy. VIP. We got eighteen left, and I still don't know what we're gonna do with them. I just totally forgot about it, and I gotta be a better, better host for sure on that. We gotta figure out what the hell to do. Uh, for VIPs. We'll do something special. I don't know what. I don't know what. But we'll do it. All right, now let's get to our headlines. Come on. I think that got loud. Uh, all right, here's sports headlines for the day. Hold on. Last slide I'm making here for you. Got it. Rock and roll. Touchdown, Barry. Stolen. All right, um, headlines for the day. Excuse me. Hey, what's up, Shrimp Boat Dana? I am Dick Willie. I don't believe you. I don't believe you one second. I don't think you are, Shrimp Boat Dana. 
Tell everyone I said hi, I'm at work. What's up? Brian says hi, everybody. There you go. Now I'm just relaying messages from chat to chat like I'm a... Okay, not doing that from now on. I'll tell you that right now. Definitely not doing that. What is happening here? I gotta get that fixed. Yeah, I'm not gonna be relaying chat messages from one chat to the next. How, how, not doing that. Okay. Just, just so we're all clear on that. Okay. Uh, all right, here's sports headlines for the day. Jason Kelsey, after yesterday's debacle, ugh, so sad. Uh, after yesterday's debacle, um, Jason Kelsey has told, well, according to sources at least, told his teammates that he's retiring. He said, that's it. I'm done. I'm, I'm sick of this. I hate this team. I hate you people. And they were all like, what do you mean, you people? And he was like, you know what I mean. You dumb jocks. And then, okay, none of this happened. Like this, I'm just, I'm just assuming this is what Jason Kelsey, he walked in. He was like, my podcast is way better than this team will ever be. And uh, I am retiring from losing, which means I'm leaving this team and going to a new one, suckers. And then he was like, I'm going to team Mahomes, my auto. They were like, what? He was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any of that really happened. I don't think it did. I kind of wish it would have. And he'd be like, you guys suck. I hate all of you. And I'm going to play for the Chiefs. And I don't, I don't think I would have blamed him. And I probably wouldn't have blamed, I don't know, 20 or 30 Cowboys had they done that too. So, uh, Barry should host a VIP dinner at his house. You should mind your own damn business. No, that'll be stupid. That's dumb. Um, Chris from Sam Houston said, I almost wish I didn't spend my points timing out CC on the last show of the year. Almost. <laughs> Alan said VIP should be mods. No. You can't be both. You got to be a VIP or a mod. And you think I would give most of you yahoos and chat of mod privileges? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, the, the, everybody's getting on Donna. Y'all leave Donna alone. First of all, not everybody would be a mod. Not a, I don't trust half of you with the keys to the kingdom. You ever think that there's a reason why it's mostly females that are mods on this show? Mostly females that I work with? Hello, Jen? I would say Jen is my right-hand man. I want a woman as my right-hand man, okay? Why? I trust women. I don't trust you guys. I don't trust none of you. Most of you drink too much. Come to think of it. Most of the decades drink too much. It's whatever. Most of you are just too consumed by sports. That's most... That's the decades too. That's most of the ladies just... I don't know. Most of you just like to party. Okay. I think I need to. I think I've screwed up. I think I've got this backwards. You know what? Hold on. We'll get back to the headlines. I just, it just dawned on me. I've got this backwards. Here I am making all the female deckheads, the deckettes mods, because I'm like, I trust the ladies. I trust the women in my life. When really, they're the dudes. They drink too much. They cuss a lot. Okay, they don't cuss a lot, but they drink a lot. They party a lot. They're consumed by sports, and, and don't say they're not consumed by gambling because they're super into the lotto. 
They're really good at fantasy. Wow. The deckettes are the dudes, and most of you dude deckheads are acting like bitches. So y'all are the females. Wow. So it turns out all of my mods are dudes. But all of my mods are chicks that are really way cooler dudes than most of the dudes. I don't. This is so confusing. Let's get back to the. What does it say? They really are on that Powerball kick. Yeah, I know. I know. Tony says I drink non-alcoholic beer. Well, that's all. That's a whole other category. Whole other category. You dab said I need a chart now. Yeah, I know. I kind of do too. Um, all right, so Jason Kelsey's out of there. Draymond Green has returned to the hardwood. I think you're supposed to say that without a pause. But it's whatever. Uh, Draymond Green back on back on the court for the Warriors. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Still lost. I love the headline. It was like, couldn't provide a spark. Since when did Draymond? Well, I guess occasionally he would provide a spark. And it was usually just by punching people in the face. So. Yes, Ian, I said, females are better than males. Yes, 100%. Thousandth percent. I would definitely, in a million, billion years, trust any of the deckettes before I trusted the deckheads. Deck dudes? I don't know. I don't know what we're calling this, the deckheads. You're all deckheads, but the deck, the female deckheads are also deckettes. And some of you are dickheads. And so there's the groups. Uh, the Saints, OC Pete Carmichael, not returning in 2024. How sad are you, Saints fan, that Pete Carmichael. I've never heard of it. Okay, Patrick Swayze, don't start. His name is Pete Carmichael. Who the fuck is that guy? Sit down. You guys stop. It's Pete Carmichael. Who the fuck is that guy? Okay. He's the OC. Well, he was the OC for the Saints. But their offense sucked. Exactly. And that's why he's former. So you Saints fans got to be pretty happy. Um, So there's that. And then um, not the only sports headlines I have, but another one that I thought was, you know, important enough to mention. Uh, Astros Kendall Graveman has shoulder surgery, is going to miss the rest of the season. I'm a little nervous. If I if I can just be honest for a second, if it's just us gals talking. Okay? It's just us gals. Just us gals. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous that Hey, Shrimp Boat Dana, let's not do that. Let's tiptoe in the line. Jesus. Um I'm a little nervous about this upcoming Astros season. You know, with all the, the turmoil and the 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 the, the roster rebuilds and, and overspending by other teams. And I get it. The Astros have a really good squad, but I haven't seen them improve. Not that they needed to. One, you know, one one game from the World Series and all that. Um or once, you know, a, another ALCS, blah, blah, blah. I I just I'm I'm nervous that this and I I said this last year this very well 
could it be the beginning of the end? I certainly think that they are on the down slope a, a bit of that window of World Series wins. They're still really good. They're still a contender. They're still a bona fide top two, three team in, in, in the American League. But I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. Just put me on record as saying I'm a little concerned. Not overly concerned. Not sky is falling concerned. Just put me on record as saying just the way this offseason is going right now or not going. I'm a little concerned. Nothing to be crazy about. Okay. So there's that. Some more headlines for you. Uh, Dan Quinn has four. Not one, not two, not three. My man's has four head coaching interviews scheduled and lined up. There are four teams out there that watch that playoff game that still woke up and said, ah, don't cancel the interview. Let's talk to that man. Huh? Let's let's see what that man is all about. Well, I mean, you kind of know from his stint with the Falcons and and now this again. I, I, dude. I don't even know who they are. Let me see if I can find out. Dan Quinn scheduled interviews. And you know that Dan's like, bro. I got stuff. I got stuff because they're going to fire Big Mike. He gone. So I got to get out of here ASAP on the double. All right, here we go. Seahawks among teams scheduled to interview Dan Quinn this week. What? Yeah, yeah. Super exciting. According to this website called fieldgoals.com. Aha. Ah, oh, see what you did there, Seattle fan bloggers. Field goals, G-U-L-L-S, like seagulls, field goals, <laughs> Seahawks, seagulls. I love a good corny play on words. Love it. All right, uh, who are the other teams? Source. This is according to Albert Breer. Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn will interview for the Panthers job because they're not miserable enough as it is. Titans job on Wednesday. Commander's job on Thursday. And uh, the Chargers job on Friday. Those will all be over Zoom. Uh, says, yes, the Seahawks aren't on this list. Seattle has not had any reported requests for interviews with head coaching candidates. Uh, it's not really clear when we'll start to see movement. Um, but then that got updated later. Update. Tom Pelissero uh, said Seahawks have begun putting on interview clips or slips. And the first is no surprise. They requested to talk with D.C. Dan Quinn. That was on yesterday at 3 o'clock. So, there you go. Dan Quinn actually has five interviews scheduled now. Panthers, Titans, Commanders, Chargers, Seahawks. 
What was his what was Dan Quinn's head coaching record? Uh let me see here. Wikipedia says don't do it. No, that's not true. That's don't start spreading rumors. Um career head coaching record. He is 43. Oh, I got loud. 43 and 42. Dan Quinn is 43 and 42. Uh, postseason record three and two. Well, hell, yeah, he was most recently with Atlanta. Let's see that that was his only head coaching. Okay, yeah. So he was with Niners, Niners, Dolphins, Jets, Seahawks. I ah, was an assistant there. That's why. Florida, Seattle again as a DC. Okay, head coach of the Falcons for what five years. Now DC with the Cowboys. So in five years, he went 43 and 42. I mean, that kind of just, what do you want? That's what the man is. What's the, what's the big surprise? What's the big mystery? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Charles said that one cat got married recently. No Astros player ever got better after tying the knot. Okay. Hey, what's up, John Wesling? Oh, he left already. I'm not John joined and then he left. So there you go. John popped in for a half a second and was like, nope, not doing that. But Charles Garza hanging in strong over there on the Instagrams. So appreciate that, buddy. Uh, I'm trying to see, is there even a chat on Twitter? I need to go to, to the Twitters on my phone and see if there's a chat message. God, that's glaring middle section where he was in Miami under... Some schmuck named Saban. <sighs> Put Dan uh, Quinn in Tennessee so we could beat up on him. Oh, okay. Seems in fact that Gerard Mayo has supplanted Mike Tomlin for Barry. Barry can't resist Mayo. Okay, what is up with this chat today? You guys are weird today. Like, so weird. I like it's like I don't even know you weird. Uh Ian said Gerard Mayo is now a head coach for the Patriots. Uh is that a did that really go down? Did I miss that? Did I miss that? I'm trying to see. Oh yeah, there's no oh there is chat. Oh, there is a chat, but nobody's chatted. Let's see. I'm testing this. Test one. Two, three. This is what it looks like, by the way, if you're wanting to use Twitter. That's what it looks like on the phone. I don't like it as much, but uh, yeah, there you go. That's what it looks like if you wanted to go chat on uh, or, or, or view it on Twitter. But I don't see how. I don't see how I, I don't see the chat messages. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Barry not drinking and now knows we are weird. <laughs> oh, I've been known that, player. I've been known that. Joe Bro said, sir, I was always weird. You know, Joe Bro, I was thinking about you this morning. I was like, man, I hope Joe Bro survived the winter. 
I meant to message you. And then my wife stayed home and threw off the whole day. Anybody else? I look, I love my wife. My wife is the best. I'm just making sure my PC is not slowing down with all this rendering. Love the wife. She's the best. But when she stays home from work on days like today, it does kind of throw my morning into a bit of chaos, a bit of turmoil, if you will. Makes it weird. Uriel said you have to pay for premium to chat on Twitter. I just did. You might be right. Oh, it shows up as a message. Oh, no, it doesn't. Hmm. That's weird. I don't know. I wonder if that's because it's me. I'm I'm also watching live on my uh, web browser. I should probably kill that. I should probably kill that. I can't end it in the Instagrams because, hey, what's up, Potch? He is working diligently. What's up, uh, Mr. Vasquez? Good to see you. AV's over there. Potch joint. Okay. Just FYI, Nick is over there on the Instagrams. I'm not going to be uh, paying a ton of attention over there, okay? Just uh, just, uh, just to get the word out, all right? Same, I plan to be home alone today. Everyone is here. Drives me. I mean, I love her. I love her. She made me a delicious lunch, but that also just weighed me down. So, and by the way, if you have a choice, and, and if I had my choice, I would prefer you guys watched and streamed on Twitch. I'll just put it out there. And just say, of all the platforms, my preference would be you'd be on Twitch. I'm using the other ones to try to grow the show. Not spread it out so that Twitch gets 10 views and Instagram gets 10 views and Twitter gets 30 views. I don't, the goal is to get everybody on Twitch, one platform. But we got to be on the others. I'm just not going to be paying attention to it. Okay? So. Um, Alan said, Oh my God, I understand. Catherine had to, um, back to work today. I thought we were going to get a divorce if she stayed home. That's funny. That's super funny. Ian said, Instagram's messed up. Well, I don't know. Like I said, this is really just, uh, just for viewing school being out is annoying. F them kids. I felt that. I felt that in my bones. Oh, I felt that in my bones. All right, let's get back to the rest of these headlines. Come on! Good luck to whatever team hires Dan Quinn. You're going to need it. I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't understand why you would look at Dan Quinn and go, man, I got to get me some of that. Some of that 500 head coaching career record and a big playoff collapse. Gots to. Gots to get some of that. But whatever. Oh, I hope it's the Titans. Oh, God, please. Let his dumbass go to the AFC South. That's one less team we got to worry about. Please, for the love of God. I'm glad Vrabel's gone. He was much better. All right, uh, Noah Brown is headed to the IR. Effectively, possibly, I should say. not. Eff- I mean, effectively ending his season. Duh. And it's also now we could have seen the last game that he played in as a Texan, Noah Brown, a free agent. And look, he had a pretty decent showing while he was here. So it's very possible, very possible that Noah Brown uh, goes somewhere else. He showed enough that people might want to give him a little run. You know, I mean, look, he flashed well. 
So let's see. Raheem Mostert won't need surgery. That is good news. He had some knee issues. Uh, turns out he's not going to need surgery. So very good uh, news for him and the Dolphins. You never, if you can avoid surgery and let your body do its natural healing job, then you'd prefer that. Uh, AJ said, um, AJB, Aaron J. Bryant said, Quinn wasn't a bad coach as OC screwed him. I mean, look, you're the, it's your job to hire and fire people, your coaching staff. So if you're making bad decisions on your coordinators, guess what, AJB? You're a bad coach. That's just like saying, oh, that CEO wasn't bad. All of his employees Heck and the yeah. people that worked for him screwed him. Well, then you're a bad CEO. That's your whole job. I mean, his job is to put the right coordinators and people in place to win. So I don't give him any, I don't cut him any slack. And this is also why you see guys that are much better coordinators than they are coaches. It's one thing to know the X's and O's and be able to execute those. And the diff- and it's a different thing altogether to be a leader of men, to be a leader of players and subordinates on a coaching staff. That's all that's all together different. It's a complete different skill set. It's like somebody you ever worked for somebody that just had no business being a boss or a manager. They were just they didn't know what they were doing and it showed and they were just bad at it. And that's the same thing. Just get bad bosses sometimes. And sometimes people just don't know how to how to be managers. So it happens. Uh last thing, and you know what? This is interesting to me, too. Bill Belichick interviewed with the Falcons yesterday. AJ Bryant, how excited would you be on a scale of, um, I don't know. How excited would you be on a scale of, uh, uh, trying to come up with a scale. Gale here. Um, I want it to be good. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, how excited would you be on a scale of hmm, 21 to 3? I couldn't remember the exact number. How excited would you be, Aaron, on a scale of 21 to 3? Or 3 to 21? If Bill Belichick was the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. How? It's probably... This is my bad, Aaron. I couldn't remember. For some reason, I was taking 24 to 3. Wasn't it 24 to 3? Or 28 to 3? It was like 28 to 3 at one point, right? I think it was 28 to 3. Yeah, there you go. How excited on a scale of 28 to 3 would you be? Shut up, Alex. I looked at it, okay? Just kiss my ass. This whole show is weird. I almost just feel like killing the show today. It's super weird. It's super weird. I don't know why. I just got this weird vibe. Like, I don't want to do this show. You guys don't want to be here. It just, everything feels weird. Everything feels weird. It was 21 to 3 at the end of the first half. I forgot they scored that extra touchdown to start the third quarter. It was 28 to 3. I kept thinking 24 to 3. That's why I had to look it up. 
So that's my bad. Whatever. That that fell flat. Flatline. All right, let's talk a little bit about the games we saw yesterday. Donna said, what's up? I don't know. Just a weird vibe. I don't know. I don't know. I've also been in a kind of a grumpy mood today, even with Nora. I don't know. I don't know if it was because I didn't sleep good or I'm just in a bad mood. I'm not really sure, Donna. I don't, I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know what's happening inside of my mind, but it's like, ugh. You ever get like that where you're just like, ah, nobody talked to me today. It's kind of hard to do that when you do a show like this. It's kind of hard to have a bad day when your whole show is this or your whole job is this. And it's kind of like stand-up comedy. Like sometimes I go on stage, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Excuse my language. If these people laugh or not today, I don't, I'm angry. I'm mad. <clears throat> I mean, that's usually not true, but occasionally. And, and here's why. As I say, I'm in a bad mood, and then the chat gives me what they think is good advice. Turn off comments is probably the best advice, Jet. Thank you, sweetie. Flip said, rub one out. Just. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. This is, this is where I'm at. Hey, what's up, Cherry? H-Town Marine is here. H-Town Bears Ram, Mark G. By the way, uh, if you're joining in, oh, now there's nobody on Instagram. And in live video. Don't need it. Not going to stream over there anymore. That is that is a waste. Uh, all right, let's get to the games. Let's see. Oh, I just started it up by mistake. Okay, cool. Close. We are still live on Twitter. I think I'm going to keep the Twitters thing. I think I like that. I think I'm going to keep it live on Twitter for now. Let's talk about how great Mike Tomlin is at losing playoff games. I know none of you have used your channel points yet, but guess what? You're not going to be able to today because uh, I will be the one timing out Nasty Nate. See you in 10 minutes, asshole. See you in 10 minutes. Let's talk about the games. Uh, not, not a good Monday for the state of Pennsylvania as a whole. Not a good Monday at all for the state of Pennsylvania. First, the Steelers go in and lay an absolute egg in Buffalo. But, I mean, what do you expect if Mason Rudolph is your quarterback? I timed out Nightbot. Did I really? Oh, that's my bad. Uh, okay. Uh, Donna, thank you for timing out Nate. Shit, I timed out Nightbot? That's not good. I sure did. It must have scrolled on me right when I went to hit it. Because I have the little chat that scrolls, so it's whatever. I'm telling you, I am so close to going, you know what? Fuck it today. I'm just not in a mood. I know that's like supposed to be funny and oh God, I'm just, I don't know. Stay live on IG. People pop in and out because they stick their phone in their pocket or the phone goes to sleep. Yeah, but the problem is um, not being able to interact over there. And I also don't have the screen to where it shows up like this. Um, what I need is just the screen to show up 
with like just this part of it. And I don't have that set up. So we're good on, on Twitter for now. And maybe I'll do it on Facebook instead. Maybe I'll go live on Facebook and YouTube going forward. I don't know. Facebook and YouTube, I think, would be better than Twitter. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Dude, said Mason was dealing until the second quarter interception and playing from behind against the Bills was not the move. Um, I wouldn't exactly say dealing either. I mean, it's Mason Rudolph. You know what I mean? It's it's Mason Rudolph. It, it, I loved how they tried to compare him with Geno Smith. It was like, nah, fam. Look, he had his moments, but it's not. It was Mason Rudolph versus the Bills. What are you, what are you doing? Um, looking at these stats. Hold on. Najee Harris had 12 carries for 37 yards. They just kept. What's crazy to me, they ran 23, they had 23 run plays, 20 between the backs. And it just felt like they were just running up the middle 90% of the time. Like they felt like they had an advantage there. And Ed Oliver and company was not having it. And just a bad look. I mean, just a overall Steelers could not get anything going. Um, couldn't stop the bills. Couldn't stop Josh Allen. And that's going to be a problem. I mean, that's always been the problem, right? Allen can beat you with his arm. He can beat you with his legs. They, they, Cook and uh, Cook gets to going like he was last night, 18 carries, 79 yards. It's, it's, it's a good offense, man, when they're clicking, when Josh Allen isn't turning the ball over. And he didn't have a stellar day, 203 yards and three touchdowns. But it was cold as shit, too. So the three touchdowns is great. They'll take 21 out of 30 for 200 yards and three touchdowns every time out. Trust me. Along with a rushing touchdown, by the way. He was responsible for all four of their touchdowns in some way. Crazy. That's the that's the Josh Allen that you expect. Defense showed up well. Um, yeah, what do you say? Uh... <laughs> You'd have said, how do you make taco soup more creamy? Wrong chat. Oh, oh, I think you'll get some answers in this chat. I just don't think they're going to be very mature. What's up, Eric? Hardtop said, I like Rudolph. Got to see a lot of him at Oak State, but he's not their answer. He has his moments, but he needs a lot of help. It sounds like a journeyman quarterback to me. People liked Alex Smith. People like or liked Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's you ain't winning shit with that. They'll get you to the playoffs, and then they'll do exactly what he did against Buffalo. It's just that's that's the nature of the beast. That's it. You have to have an elite quarterback in this league now. That's just just period. End of story. In fact, somebody said that on a show, but just let's just take a look. These are the teams that's left. Now, I, I would say, I don't know that you could say Baker Mayfield or Jared Goff are elite. Or Jordan Love, although he he's looked really good. But certainly every team in the AFC, and yes, even me, even Doomsday Naysayer, 
can't get bring himself to get excited about anything his football team does, even I am going to say yes. It's just hard to deny it. The way he played this year, right now, C.J. Stroud is an elite quarterback. He's up there. He's up there, period. Period. Now, you know, and again, this is the the naysayer in me. Could he, could he, Josh, could, uh, sorry, could he, uh, could he Jalen Hurts it? Yeah. Remember last year how we, I was even like, wow, Jalen Hurts really proved me wrong. Look at him. And then you look at this year and go, damn, Dallas Goddard's over there screaming at him on the sidelines during a debacle of a loss. Yeesh. And they don't even, they can't even blame it on the weather. So, uh, yeah. You look at all these teams that are left in the playoffs. This is a divisional round, by the way. <clears throat> um, really, it, Baker Mayfield and Jared Goff are the only ones, and and uh, Jordan Love, who, who you would say probably are not elite right now. Brock Purdy, MVP candidate. Um uh, um, Lamar Jackson, MVP candidate, obviously Mahomes and Josh Allen. We know what they are. And yes, yeah, EJ Stroud, rookie of the year and playing like he belongs in that class, playing like he's one of the four best quarterbacks in the AFC. So that's why I don't put a lot of stock in what happened to the Steelers because it was Mason Rudolph. You ain't winning shit with Mason Rudolph, period. So uh, it was ugly. And, um, Unfortunate. And then Mike Tomlin got angry. They they asked him um they asked him in a uh in the post game presser. They were like, So Mike, uh you have one year left on your deal. He gone. He didn't wait around. Well, they were like, they didn't know what to ask either. It's like, you know, you could ask about the game, uh, you know, what did you guys think defensively when you were trying to match up with Josh Allen? Was this a pick your poison between them pounding the rock with James Cook and, you know, trying to contain Josh Allen at the same time, but still dealing with. No, no, that was like, hey, Mike, you have a year left on your deal and. He gone. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll say this though. I'll say this. You can mark this. You can clip this. You know that I have a man crush on, uh, Mike Tomlin. The fact of the matter is if, if he's that disgruntled and the Steelers organization is that, um, unenamored with him now after 17 years of nothing but success. Even though he can't win in the playoffs, is that's the narrative. But when you go into the playoffs with Mason Rudolph as your quarterback, it's amazing that they got to 10-7 and seven to begin with. Let's be real. If I'm every NFL team that is currently searching for a head coach... I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Because of all the candidates that are on the market, Vrabel, Belichick, 
Dan Quinn, a plethora of coordinators. I know Pete Carroll retired. I would just chill and wait and see if Tomlin is going to be cut loose or if they're going to agree to part ways. I don't know. I mean, again, you think about all the teams that need uh, a head coach, and it's uh, it's quite a few. I got to, let's see, I'm, I'm pulling up just a, a list of teams. Um, The Patriots, the uh, Commanders, um, the Titans, uh, the, 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 the Panthers, the Falcons, the, uh, Raiders and Chargers and the Seahawks. That's a lot of teams. One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight. Did I miss anybody? Let me see. Uh, Patriots have a coach, a uh, list of. NFL coaching vacancies. Did they announce Gerard Mayo as the uh, as the head coach? I haven't seen it. When did they announce that? By the way, did they announce that? Uh, is that was that like leaked online? Did I just miss it? Let's see. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Two days ago. Drod Mayo. How did I miss that? Jesus. I missed that. Drod Mayo replaced Belichick as Patriots coach, but who will have last say in personnel decisions? Well, they got to figure that out. They offered Belichick's son, apparently, uh, the opportunity to stay on board as well. That's interesting. Uh, Yeah, I guess I just don't pay attention. Like I should. Um. So, okay, but still, let's see. This was, yeah, that's filled. So I got them right then. Outside of that, um, Carolina, Washington, uh, Chargers, Raiders, Falcons, Titans, Seahawks. Yeah, and then the Patriots are filled. So one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven. I don't know what's off. Uh, that's weird. Okay, yeah. So seven head coaching jobs. Um, uh, mm, mm, from Tomlin's view, where would be his best situation to go? Mm. That's a good question. That's a really good question. I think it's a two-part answer, right? Tomlin's going to want to go somewhere, <clears throat> either. With a, a good young quarterback that he feels like he could win with. And let's be honest, a lot of these teams wouldn't be in the position they're in and their head coaches wouldn't be fired if they had that. It's really rare that you see um, a team with a good quarterback fire their head coach. And CeCe said, ask Cowboys anyway. Oh, add. Well, she said, bah, ha, ha, I meant add, but it's all the same. 
I mean, look, McCarthy getting fired. Um, if, if, if they fire McCarthy, um, how would Tomlin fit with Jerry Jones? That I don't know. I think that's interesting. Uh, Nick Sirianni, there's talks that he might get fired now after what happened. Would you, if you're Mike Tomlin, you stay in Pennsylvania and go to Philly? Maybe so. Um, but looking at these teams, let's see, quarterback-wise, it won't be the Panthers. It's not the Commanders. Uh, the Chargers definitely Definitely the Chargers. Um, not the Raiders. And y'all know I'm a Jimmy G fan. I don't. I'm not. I'm out on you know what they're trying to do in Atlanta. Um, it's not Tennessee. Although, um, I felt like Levis looked okay, but I wouldn't bet my career on that. You know. And then Seattle is, has Geno Smith. So, eh. And then now the Patriots off the board. So yeah, it'd have to be the Chargers. Right, you bring in an OC that you trust to do a great job. You work on that defense. The Chargers, here's the list of interview requests for the Chargers. Give Smith, who's the interim. Aaron Glenn, who's a coordinate, defensive coordinator with the Lions. Ben Johnson, who's the OC for the Lions. Kellen Moore, OC for the Chargers. I would not do that. Patrick Graham, defensive coordinator for the Raiders. Steve Wilkes, defensive coordinator for the Niners. And Todd Monken, who is the OC for the Ravens. Uh, here's who the Panthers, by the way, if you're curious. Here's who the Panthers have requested interviews with. Dave Canales, OC for the Bucks. Ben Johnson, OC for the Lions. Bobby Slowick, OC for the Texans. Brian Johnson, OC for the Eagles. You think the Panthers are looking for offense? And uh, Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Uh, Mike McDonald, D.C. for the Ravens. Todd Munkin, O.C. for the Ravens. Brian Callahan, O.C. for the Bengals. And Raheem Morris, D.C. for the Rams. I think there's a couple things to, to, to look at here, too. Antonio Pierce, he's got the locker room for the Raiders. And everybody's like, man... Uh, if the Raiders don't bring Pierce back, there could be upheaval in that. In fact, one of their star players, I forget who it was, one of the star players for the Raiders threatened to leave, threatened to not play if they don't bring Antonio Pierce back. They love playing for that dude. Antonio Pierce is a Mike Vrabel guy. He's a Mike Tomlin guy. He's a D'Amico Ryans. They love playing for this dude. They run through a wall for this dude. You know, I mean, there's some guys that are that kind of coach. And then there's some guys that are just geniuses that you just like playing for because they make you look good, right? There's 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 a Mike Vrabel who is like a cool dad, right? He's going to discipline you, but you'll love him and you'll do anything for him. There's D'Amico Ryans who feels like he might put a helmet on at halftime and go join you. And then there's a Mike McDaniel who is like, eh, <laughs> I love numbers, but oh my God, it's prolific and he's fun and he's down to earth. And you know, those guys, they love this. These young cats love playing for these guys. 
there there are some players who are um I mean, there's some coaches who are just charismatic enough to keep the locker room. And there's some who are just good enough that they don't have to be your best friend. They're just a good football coach, and you know they're going to do the right thing and put you in the right position to win. And then there's just other guys, you know what I mean? And I think I think some of these guys, this is why they don't last, is because they just don't have either the personality where you would run through a brick wall for them, nor do they have the personality that you respect how good of a coach they are or can be. And if you have both, then it's a slam dunk. But, I mean, there's a reason why Brandon Staley was meh. Meh. Well, nobody running through a wall for him, you know what I mean? Ron Rivera was supposed to be the guy who was Players coach, and it didn't work out. You know, some of these guys are offensive geniuses, but like I said earlier, there's a difference between X's and O's and coordinating a game and being a head coach and managing a team. Sometimes these guys just aren't cut out for that. So I don't know. Uh, what's up, Pluto Summers? Pluto Summers says, in your opinion, where do you see the best fit for Belichick? considering his style and need for total control. And yeah, that's the other thing, right? So in the case of Mike Tomlin, where do I think Mike Tomlin would fit the best? I would say with the Chargers, if he were to, to leave Pittsburgh. If if he were to leave Pittsburgh, I'd, I'd probably run him, uh, or if I were him, I'd run to the Chargers and Justin Herbert because they feel like the most win ready. I don't want to start a project rebuild at this point. I've got my skins on the wall. I'm, you know, I'm ready. Um, in the case of Bill Belichick, where does he fit? This is a good question. I don't think he fits in Dallas, but that was the immediate rumor after their debacle this past weekend. That was the immediate, oh man, look, they need it. They're going to need a, and, 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 and I'm, look, I am for, hey, Jerry needs to step aside and let football people do football people things. I just don't know if Belichick's that guy. I don't know if I would give control of personnel decisions back to Belichick again. I don't know. I mean, he kind of ran New England into the ground and he really didn't do anything after Tom left. We've discussed this enough. I think a good fit. Um, let's just run through it here. It's definitely not Carolina. I mean, that's the thing is, if I'm any of these coaches, I wouldn't want to go to Carolina. I mean, maybe Bobby Slowick can make Bryce Young turn into CJ Stroud. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. He did it here, right? Maybe a guy like that. A Ben Johnson or I don't know. Uh, same thing with the commanders. That's going to be a, a, a complete rebuild. So you better get a guy that you can, that, that you trust along the journey of the rebuild. Right. But if you're Belichick, you want to again, go to a contender, a team that's ready to win, right? A team that you think has a ton of talent. And if it's not the chargers, which I mean, that would probably be the best job on the market. Hands down is the chargers job. I think the second best job is probably Seattle. 
I mean, honestly. And and Pete Carroll worked miracles in Seattle, it feels like, every year. Pete was, you felt like, I mean, they had talent, but it was never overwhelmingly um, amazing talent. But he always, they always ended up playing above, in my opinion, above the talent that they had, even when they were really, really good. Um, so I'd say, I'd say there, or I could see a, a, a team like Tennessee. I could see the Titans giving up total control to bill Belichick. And because Mrs. Adams, there is going to be like, well, come on. We, we, you know, here's the keys of the kingdom. We trust you. I could see it, but I think if I was ranking the jobs, it'd be Chargers one, Seahawks two, probably the Titans three, Falcons four, um, Raiders, Raiders five. Uh, Commander six and Carolina seven, and here's why: because Carolina just just sunk themselves for the next few years, moving up to get Bryce Young. And good luck, I guess, trying to right the ship in there. At least with with Washington, you know that they new ownership is like, hey, I mean, he's even bringing in at former GMs of other teams, including outside of football, to help. So that rebuild is going to take a while, but it feels like new ownership is doing it the right way. They're like, hey, we're in no rush. Let's just get it right, and let's get back to greatness. Um. So, yeah, I guess that's my – here, hold on. Um, I wanted to do one of those uh, S rankings. I wonder where that's at. Uh, let's hold on. Where did I find that S rankings thing for the coaches? Remember where we ranked all the coaches by sexiness? Where did I find that? I don't know. Uh, online S rankings. I don't know what the hell I did with that. It's gone now. But, yeah, that would be the order. I was going to put that in a nice little order so we could all see it visually. Let's see. This rankings online. SE rankings. No, my God. Online ranking maker. There we go. Tier maker. That's what it was. Praise Jesus. I found it. All right. Here we go. See NFL team logos. Okay. Now we're cooking with grease. So we know I'm just putting them on the board, by the way, guys. Don't think that I'm ranking them just yet. Uh, I'm just putting the names up of all the people that are going to need a job or a head coach. So and then we'll rank them. Do, 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 
out those Falcons. Got everybody, right? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There we go. Okay. All right. Um, I said Chargers are S. I'd probably move A class B. Uh, C. There we go. That's how. I would, that's how I would do it. Right there. Right there. Carolina probably needs to get EB from Comados. I don't even know what that is. Shut Thank you, buddy. Huh? Huh? I was a big fan of this show back in the day. It was called Sports Right. I had these three guys. Geniuses. Geniuses. Uh, so there you go. That was, that's what I would rank it. And then if I was ranking, like, candidates that best fits, I'd say probably, honestly, Belichick might fit best in Tennessee. Um, but I'm also getting a lot of people fired that haven't lost a job yet. You know what I'm saying? Like Tomlin, Sirianni, McCarthy. But, um, yeah, fit-wise, I'd say I'd say uh, Belichick probably fits best either in Tennessee or Seattle. And if they move on from Mike Tomlin, definitely he should go to the Chargers. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, new question. If Texans OC leaves, do we repeat with a new season of success or sophomore slumps? Also, yeah, that's a... That's another good question. Um, and I've thought about this since Slowick's name started popping up on coaching requests, head coaching interview request lists. First of all, I think that Slowick is just getting the interviews. I don't think that he's going to get a job yet. When you look at who he was competing with, and here's the list. Um, Slowick was on, um, the Titans list. Bobby Slowick was on the list with the Titans and, uh, Panthers. And somebody said that, uh, what's her name? Who's the owner of that, of the Titans? Let's see. Titans. Amy Adams, Amy Bud Adams. I feel like that's her name. Titans on. It's like Amy Adams. Strunk. Yeah. Amy Adams Strunk. This lady. This lady right here. That. She owns the Titans. And. She hates. Houston with a passion. Apparently. She absolutely hates this city. She hates the Texans. I'm sure she blames the city for all of the stuff that happened with the Oilers debacle and whatever. Um, but somebody made mention. Uh, somebody said, you know what? She hates this team so much and she wants to, she would do everything she can to destroy the city of Houston. Uh, I don't know why I'm, she seems like a movie villain. But somebody said, I could see her specifically going after Bobby Slowick. 
and making that move just to spite the Texans, the Texans organization, and the fans. I mean, this is a lady who, you know, wore the love you blue uniforms, put Oilers in the end zone when they played the Texans in Tennessee. That's how that's how deep her hate runs. This is all stuff. I mean, I didn't know this is all stuff that I read, but that's that's why it wouldn't surprise me that she would make a move like that. And that's what people are saying. So we'll see. But I personally don't think Slowick goes yet. Uh, when you look at, again, who he's up against in some of these interviews, he's up against Kellen Moore. Uh, or sorry. He's up against Dan Quinn and uh, Raheem Morris, um, Mike McDonald, uh, Todd Munkin. I mean, these are these are hot, hot prospect names. Both of the coordinators in Detroit have have glowing um, resumes, and people are just clamoring to get them. Ben Johnson's one. So Sloak has done a a masterful job. Don't get me wrong. And he will be a head coach sooner than, rather than later. So Texans fans better don't get comfortable with Bobby Slowick as the OC of this team. It ain't going to last long. And I saw some people like, why would Bobby Slowick want to go to Tennessee and be miserable and then blah, 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 blah. Bro, if you get the chance to be a head coach, you're taking it, okay? Ain't nobody turning down a job as a head coach. That, that's stupid. And, and let me tell you what. Uh, excuse me. You don't get to be an OC or a DC or even a head coach in the NFL if you don't have a certain amount of belief in yourself to get the job done. Whether it's delusional or not is one thing. But man, let me tell you something, man. And and this is not just in the coaching career vertical. I see this all the time in comedy and radio. If you, there are people who obtain and achieve levels of success that I feel like I will never reach. And I don't think it's because they're more talented than me. They have this level of self-belief that is unmatched and unrivaled and it takes them so far like they feel like they can't fail they they feel like they belong in the room they feel like they deserve the job or the place or the the stature that didn't it's almost like they manifest it they, they have so much self-belief i should never shower right before the show my ear has water and it's driving me crazy with these earphones this is the worst day I've had in a long time. I'm just bitching like an old disgruntled wife. But, I mean, shocks that they also know the right people. I mean, sometimes, but not like in comedy. You don't know anybody when you start in comedy. You just have jokes and an attitude. Whether it's good or bad, that's what you bring to the table. And some of these comics, they're mediocre at best, but they're their their belief in themselves and they're you know they're out here i mean i've watched some comics they're like breaking news i got the call i'm gonna be on the isaiah factor and it's like look that's great but that is not a fucking breaking news i got the call type of scenario i mean that's cool and all and good for you i'm proud of you or i got the call i'm going to be a feature in a club and 
South Carolina. Like, who gives a shit? Like, that's not breaking. That's, what do you, but this is their delusion. And when I say delusion, I mean, you know, they're not, they're not doing anything special. It's, it's just, it's mind blowing to me, but they, these, and these, they get, they get everything and more. And it's because you just, you're never going to not get them to believe in themselves. Shock said, do I need a hug? I just, I need a whiskey and a cigar and, and, and isolation, I guess. Um, but it's just, it's wild to me. It's wild. Streamers, streamers, uh, radio people, TV people. I'm just like, oh my God, there are so many. And this is, this is back when I was a project manager, when I was in it, there are so many people that have achieved such a high level of success in their field that absolutely don't deserve it from a standpoint of having the talent above anyone else in the field. What they have is the belief in themselves more so than most of their competitors and peers. And that is the difference. And so... It's the same thing in the coaching field, man. It's the same thing. And, and, and some of these coaches are more egotistically um, wrapped up in themselves than others, but they all have a very high-functioning belief system in themselves. That's how you get there. So... I I I think uh, I think Bobby Slowick will be gone soon. What you hope is that you know in the next year or two when he is gone, that you have already trained up another OC under him to take over. Now <clears throat> the other thing is too, a guy like Slowick isn't going to be like, oh yeah, I'm not going to turn down the Carolina Panthers job. And sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Sometimes you look at an organization and go, that's just a train wreck. No, thank you. I could see like two years ago when if someone got offered a job with the commanders, they'd be like, no, thanks. You know, Ron Rivera goes, oh, yeah, I'm a vet. I'm a grizzled, grimy coaching vet. But a new, you know, wide-eyed OC or DC going in there with Snyder. No, thanks. I'll wait for another opportunity. And then there's the flip side of that, too, where there's, Guys that have been anointed by the media and maybe even perhaps the coaching ranks and, and the lay person that never get a sniff at a real job. And and sometimes that's because of things we maybe we don't know about that are found out inside of the investigations that go on in the interview process. And a good one, a good look at that is uh uh Eric Bienemy. was the hottest coaching prospect because of the success that the Chiefs had, could not get a job. Still doesn't have a legit coaching job. I mean, head coaching job. So, I don't know. Dry Johnson is next up at OC. Good with me. Good with me. As long as they're learning. And look, here's the other thing too, right? And this is why you don't, I'm not too concerned about 
guys you know, leaving, especially because that's part of success. I know we talked about this when the Astros were having success. I don't remember if I was still on a radio or it was on this show, but I said, Hey, listen, get ready. Because now that the Astros are winning World Series and going to back to back to back ALCS uh, series and 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 having so much, they're going to lose a lot of this. That's the nature of the beast. Look at the Chiefs. Look at the Astros. Look at look at any team that has had sustained success. You keep a core, small core group, but then the rest are just going. You're gonna lose them. And it's how well you do when you, you know, when you cycle through. And the, the good thing is, the good thing is when it comes to coaching specifically, if the Texans were to lose Bobby Slowick this year or next year, there's going to be enough good coordinators that failed as head coaches, but were so good as coordinators, they got head coaching jobs. And we know a bunch of those. We've seen a bunch of those. Josh McDaniels is a great example of it. Uh, Shock said other dudes like Josh McDaniels were anointed and weren't what they were propped up to be. As a head coach, and again, it's totally different. It's totally different being a coach and an OC. One's X's and O's and game plans and, you know, the other and play calling, and the other is running an organization, running a team and putting the right people in place to be successful and trusting them to, to, to be successful for you like a good manager would. Right. So I think that's, that's the saving grace is Yeah. You might lose Bobby slow. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Mike McCarthy could be uh, available. Josh McDaniel could be available. Hell Mike McDaniel. I mean, there's just so many, there's so many names that, that, that get moved around amongst the coaching ranks that I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping if they lose slow. If they do good for him, he earned it. That means you're being successful when you start losing your coordinators. It's a good thing. <clears throat> Damn. Shocks that the Ravens have gone through between seven and eight defensive coordinators in the last 12 years. And they just keep winning and being great on defense. So it can be done. It absolutely can be done. Uh, Flip said like Kevin Hart. No, Kevin Hart's funny, bro. Don't listen to Cat Williams, okay? First of all, Cat Williams said he read 3,000 books in a year as like a seven-year-old. What the, what? That's, that's, I, I did the math on this, by the way. Yeah, anybody, look, I'm sure Cat Williams had some great points, and he did. But let's just do the math real, real quick on um, what, it, what it would mean to read 7,000 or 3,000 books in, uh, in a year, okay? Let's just, let's just run, let's just crunch some old numbers, shall we? You're telling me 3,000 books divided by 365 days in the year. You're reading 8.2 books a day. A day! Twenty four hours in in a day. You're not you're not not sleeping for an entire year, okay? You're not not sleeping for an entire year. So let's assume you sleep eight hours a day, and then the other eight hours a day you do 
absolutely shit all except to read. You don't, you're on the toilet reading, you're eating dinner and you're reading, you're eating lunch, you got a pee book in your hand, you got to drive somewhere, book in your hand. Now, granted, he was supposedly seven or eight or whatever at the time. But if there's 16 hours, guys, 16 hours divided by eight books a day, you're reading a one book every two hours. Now, unless that book is C-Spot Run or some Dr. Seuss book, but he made it sound like he's reading War and Peace and shit. Like that, no. Ain't, no, ain't nobody on this planet. And then Sydney, uh, Walt's wife, congratulations to Walt and Sydney, by the way. Sydney on Twitter was like, it could be done. It could be done. She was like, books on tape count, and I could listen to two books in a day. Or, or, but I'm saying, like, that's a book every two hours. Two books in a day is great. That's what? 365 times two. Let's see. 365 times two. 730. He said 3,000 in a year. Ain't nobody... Nobody's read 3,000 books in a year. It just, it ain't happening. So please don't put all your, your trust and belief in Cat Williams' 3,000 books in a year bullshit. And my man said he could run a 44340. Uh, let's see. NFL Combine 20. Uh, let's see. NFL Combine top 100. 40 times. Let's see if I can get to it. Uh, close. Uh, okay. Just give me the damn. Um, here we go. Well, no, this is. Okay. Kevin Garrett ran a 4.3140. That's uh, but who runs a four four three forty? Let's see. I'll just type in Google ran a four four three forty yard dash. Anthony Richardson. That's the latest. Justin Jefferson. Okay, okay. For the love of God, let's all stop acting like Cat Williams ain't a crazy person. This man said he ran a 443 40-yard dash. Anthony Richardson ran a 443. Justin Jefferson ran a 443. And Bryce Young ran a 443. Cat Williams has a four-inch legs. The man is an ant. He didn't run a 443, and he's crazy. He's a crazy person. And and look, being a crazy person doesn't mean everything he said wasn't true. Let's just not go off and say that everything he said was. Behanna said, Ali Sadiq and Cat going to box. Oh, I hope so. Ali hates him, bro. Ali Sadiq cannot stand him, but I'm here for it. I'm good with it. They got beef, man. They got they got major beef, so. <clears throat> okay. Uh let's see. Do do closing all these windows. Are we still live on? Twitter. 
Um, oh, what the hell? Yeah, we are. Ooh, we got one person watching. Watch out, world! <laughs> it must be me, too. Yeah, it's got to be me. It's okay. It's day one. <laughs> Cisco said, I run the 40 like that chick that bribed her way in. Cat didn't let uh, him perform at NRG. Yep. Yep. Locked him out. We all ran four fours with handle handheld timers in high school. Nope, not true. Is it even possible for someone to five five to run a four four without flipping over? I don't believe so. Shock said that's me on Twitter, my bad. No, no. Stay in there, pimp. Stay in there. Uh did I ever thank Ivan for resubscribing for twenty three months? If not, Ivan, thank you. Mucho appreciate it. All right, let's move on. Let's get to some other topics. Uh, okay, got the sports headlines done. Uh, I want to show this video. Oh, and and by the way, here is your now current divisional round playoffs. Okay? Here's your divisional round playoffs. Texans on the road facing Baltimore. Uh, that game's going down Saturday at 3.30. I'm sorry, I got to... Make this bigger. There you go. Now I can see it. Oh, my God. Sometimes I can't see my own slides. Um, Saturday, 3.30, Texans on the road in Baltimore. Ravens favored by nine. The uh, second largest over or second largest uh, spread of the divisional round. Chiefs go on the road to face the Bills. Amazingly, this is Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game excluding super bowls first road playoff game of his career what and bills are favored by two and a half at home so they're getting the customary vegas two and a half say say (laughs) thank you for the resub cc cc just resubscribed for 21 months on Prime and said our baby is finally potty trained. Yay. I was tired of it shitting all over the floor, Cece. I don't know if that's how that works. So Bill's two and a half point favorite. If you, you know, it used to be customary that the home team would get three points. And then you would add or subtract from there. You were just given three points. And if the other team was six points better than the home team, the other team would be favored by three on the road. That's how it worked. That's changed to two and a half. So this is a pick em game on a neutral site, is what they're saying. Uh, going to be interesting to see the Chiefs and, and Patrick Mahomes playing a playoff game on the road. Crazy thing is, it's just a, it, it, they act like he's never played a road game. Do you honestly think Patrick Mahomes is going to be like, oh, no. We got to play a playoff game on the road. I'm not going. I'm not. We might as well just quit. I've never played a game on the road. It's going to be cold, though. Uh, Is it going to be colder than the fourth coldest game in NFL history, which he played in and beat the Dolphins? Come on, fam. I don't know. Uh, Packers are a nine and a half point underdog going on the road in San Francisco. Bucks Lions, uh, Lions are favored by six and a half at home. 
if you go chalk, you're going Ravens, Bills, Niners, Lions. Yeah, so you still got your two number one seeds. Obviously, they got to buy in the wild card round. Uh, the Bills as two seed are still alive. In fact, AFC went chalk. One, two, three, four. Ravens, Texans, Chiefs, Bills. NFC did not go chalk. Cowboys didn't do their part. Oops. Uh, otherwise, it would have been chalk. And had they done their part, it would have been Bucks boys. And, uh, or I'm sorry, it would have been uh, Niners, Bucks, and Lions, Cowboys. And, ooh, you know the Lions wanted to crack at the Cowboys again. Oh, you know they wanted it. In fact, I think after the game, they asked them. They were like, well, congratulations, Goff. They were talking to Goff and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and somebody else. I think it might have been Jared Goff. They were like, well, congratulations on the win. Uh, you're be you're going to be playing the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers next. How do you feel about that? And he was like, well, we wanted the Cowboys. We wanted that rematch. But whatever. We're just glad to be moving on. And it was like, ooh. That loss really stuck with him. And hey, smart smart for Dan Campbell. Excuse me. <sighs> smart for Dan Campbell and company to use it as um, motivation. And get them boys ready. And they are. They was ready, man. So there's your divisional round matchups. Over under in the Ravens-Texans game, 44. Bills-Chiefs games at 46. Packers-Niners at 50 and a half. And Lions Bucks at 48 and a half. Interesting. Um, kind of surprising to look at that Ravens Texans game. Uh, look, Ravens only given up 16 a game. It's a damn good defense. So was Cleveland. That's why I picked Cleveland to beat the Texans because of that defense. And I said it on the show. I've, I watched what happened to them the, when they played the Jets with CJ Stroud and. I just don't know. I was scared. I was scared of that defense. So I'm scared of this Ravens defense. I haven't made any picks yet, but I will. Not going to do it now, but we'll look at the Laminator 5000 coming up. But there you go. There's your NFL divisional round uh, matchups coming up. And then real quick before we get to this video. Uh, what does this say? Uh, oh, I got to move this. You should be scared. <laughs> I am. Uh, what is it? Pluto. No, no, you can't. What, Barry? Can we really pull this off? Uh, you know what? Yes. Is are the Texans good enough? To beat the Ravens. Yes. Will they? I doubt it. I doubt it. The Ravens are so good right now. But here's the problem. We all, yours included, yours truly, we all keep doubting D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud and the the Texans' defense. And... (laughs) Shock said, don't do it, B. I'm just telling you. In fact, I watched um, a video. It was Chris Long and his brother do a podcast, Greenlight. And they were talking about CJ Stroud and the Texans, and they were like, do do the Texans, are they really good enough to make it to the Super Bowl? And the question was, 
Yes. Not that they would, but are they good enough? And I think, you know what? I think the answer is any of these four teams in the AFC that are left are good enough to get to the Super Bowl. And that's the thing. This isn't, I don't think that the Texans, it's not a fluke that the Texans are in. The Texans aren't, you know, eight and nine and someone had to win the division and then they get in there and that's where they're at, right? I mean, that's, that's you know. Hold on. Yeah! I, my bad. I thought I muted the mic. Um, I mean, it's not a fluke. This wasn't a team that limped in down the stretch going two and five. Sorry, Philly. Bad example. And then advanced for whatever reason. Not that the Phillies, not that the Eagles did, but that's what I'm saying. Had they. The Texans are a legitimate playoff contender. So to answer your question, Pluto, yes, they could. Will they? Probably not. I mean, of the, the, the this seeding is probably pretty accurate as to what these teams are in the AFC that are left. The Texans are the fourth best team left in the AFC. They might be the seventh best team left in the playoffs. Uh, you know what? I'll go sixth. As I look at these teams all across the board, who do I think right away I would just go WW? I think the Texans beat the Packers, beat the Bucks. Dub, dub. I just do. Ravens, Chiefs, Bills, tough. Niners, Lions, tough. So it's not crazy to say that they're the sixth best team left in the playoffs. It's not crazy. And yes, I think absolutely that Texans team could beat anybody left in the AFC. One night, anything can happen. If C.J. Stroud is playing his best, we talked about it earlier. C.J. Stroud, one of the best quarterbacks in football. We can just forget this rookie shit. That man is playing like one of the best quarterbacks in football. Period. And and it's not even me and my observation. I'm just going off of what hundreds of football players are saying. People that have played the game. Not even talking heads like dumbass Stephen A. Smith or 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 uh, whatever else. Whatever talking head dumbass like myself that has never played professional football but watches it, is saying. Okay? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there are a plethora of football players that have played in this game. Ex-quarterbacks, ex-offensive linemen, ex-receivers, ex-defenders, ex-defensive players that are all watching C.J. Stroud and going, he's the real deal. He's already one of the best in football already. So don't just, it's not just me waxing poetic because it's the Texans and I'm a fan and look at them. Cause y'all know me. I'm the opposite. I am the complete opposite. I'm such a naysayer and, and non-believer when it comes to this team. Cause my heart won't let me believe it. But I mean, fact of the matter is, yeah. You ask any of the experts. Yeah. They probably don't win. Do they cover a nine? I'll take nine points in the Texans. Absolutely. Thank you. I don't know what the weather's going to be like, so I might change my mind. <clears throat> what is a plethora? A plethora is a lot. A lot. Look at Potch. Lamar postseason stats. 
<laughs> Joe Bro said, look at Potch doing producer things. Yeah, no shit, right, Joe Bro? I like it. I like it. Let me uh, let me open up the link. Shit. Let me go on and get to the linky link. Well, look at Potch shooting shots. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got a screenshot that. Uh, Lamar Jackson career stats. Here's the other thing you gotta you gotta remember. D'Amico Ryan's is a damn good coordinator. Not just uh, I mean, not just oh he's good for a head coaching. No, like look what he's done. This was one of the worst defenses in football last year. Football. And this is a defense that holds its own as in, and is respectable. Granted, Flacco going to Flacco, okay? And, uh, one of the worst rush defenses to one of the best. I mean, this is not a fluke. Shock said, if you want to compare Lamar and what he did with what was around him versus what he has three years later with what he has now, good on you. Uh, I mean, look, it does. There is some validity to it because, and here's why, Shock, normally... I'm not that guy. That's why I was, that's why I didn't get any picks right. I mean, shit, you go back and look at my picks from last week or this, the wild card round. I think I got, I think I got one right. Let me see. I have them stupid ass picks on here somewhere. Oh, did I, did I get rid of them? I guess I did. No, here they are. What a dumbass! Look at this. This is how bad, and here's the explanations for it. But but look 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 at this shit. Look how bad this is. I picked the Browns. Why? Why did I pick the Browns? Joe Flacco was the hottest player in the National Football League uh, over the last four or five weeks, and that was one of the best defenses in football. Going on the road, yeah, sure, but against a team that. rookie everything right I picked the Dolphins because the Chiefs have been playing not well um now of course I didn't take into account the cold when I made the pick I didn't know about the cold and then the injuries kept piling up and I didn't take that into account the the, the Dolphins was a dumb pick on my part the Dolphins was a dumb pick on my part <clears throat> Bill Steelers I got right um Cowboys Packers I just didn't see coming I just believed in the Cowboys there's no way they can mess this up in the playoffs again Look how good they were. They don't lose at home. But every year come playoff time, same old Cowboys. I took the Lions just because they played well. I thought they should have beat the Cowboys. You know, the Rams are a great story, but I just, they weren't that impressive. And look, I took the Eagles because the Eagles were so good last year and so good through 11 games. It was the last six games that they were just atrocious. And they, you thought, well, they could still find it. They could find that mojo like they had last year's. What? This is not your dad's Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, I, I, got, I got two picks right. Bills and Lions. And the rest of it, yeah, I took three lower seeds and um, the Cowboys. Had I gone chalk? 
had I just gone chalk, picked uh, two, three, four on both sides, I would have gone one, two, three, four, five, and one. That's easy. But I try to inject some logic, but sometimes you outsmart yourself. Sometimes you, you, you overthink it. But I will say this, in some cases, yes, the past happens again. I mean, the Cowboys are a great example of it. The Steelers, as much as I hate to admit it with Nasty Nate in the chat, the same thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, the Dolphins don't have Mark Andrews, so that's going to be interesting. Titan Hugo says, Zay Flowers equal Hollywood Brown. No one is scared of ODB. Mark Andrews was there. <coughs> um, oh, excuse me. This wide receiver room was Miles Boykins, Willie Sneed. Oh, you guys are arguing about something completely different. Dude love. Shut up, season vent. Um, If you want to compare Lamar and what he did with what was around him versus what he is three years later with what he is now, good on you. That's So here it is. This is his playoff season totals for Lamar Jackson. Um, 194 yards, 365 yards, 341 yards. That's pretty good. Of course, 31 of 59, 31 of 48. Excuse me. Um, scoring two, two touchdowns, one touchdown, no touchdowns. Oof, five interceptions in three games. Uh, sacks, seven, four, and eight. Where does this team in this year, though? Here's the thing. What is... <clears throat> how many sacks is the Ravens giving up as a team now? Let's see. Complete leaders. Offense. Oh. Uh, special teams. Defense. Yeah, I don't want that. I want sacks allowed. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, they don't even have it on here. it. Yeah, they don't have it. But, but here's some scary things to look at, though. Let's see. Regular season. Offensive passing. Ah, there we go. Um, well, Giants give up a lot of sacks. Baltimore, 41 sacks allowed. Okay, so Baltimore is about middle of the pack. And the Texans are pretty close to middle of the pack. Bottom of the middle. Bottom of the middle, 47 sacks allowed. Um, That's in the passing game, right? But I don't really... I, I look at points per game over everything. Everything. I don't. I don't even necessarily give a shit about... Yards, sacks, none of that. Completion percentage, none of that matters if you're not converting it into points. A lot of offenses get down to the red zone and just stall out and kick field goals. <clears throat> so you could be the most prolific passing team. Let's see, passing yards. Who has the most? Miami, 265. Texans are one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh. All right, rushing yards. Baltimore. Well, we know because Lamar, right? But that still counts. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to scoring, Baltimore is fourth. Miami is second. The Texans are way down here. So that matters more. Dallas and Miami put up 29 a game. San Fran and Baltimore putting up 28. 
in the regular season. Lions 27, Buffalo 26. Surprisingly enough, all playoff teams, Philly, Rams, Saints are the first non-playoff team to be putting up uh, points. Yeah, Browns, Colts are out, Packers, Jags are out. So, yeah. And then defensively, here's where it gets scary. Baltimore giving up 16 and a half a game. Forget what Lamar's playoff record was. Bro, Ravens are giving up 16 a game. That's scary. Browns were giving up 21 a game. Texas team was giving up less at 20. So, I mean, we talk about, hey, look at that. Let's see, rushing yards allowed. Bears were the best. Regular season, Texans were one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Okay. Passing yards allowed. Browns were first, just a minuscule 164. Texans down at the bottom. Let's see where the Ravens at. Baltimore up there, 191. Okay. And then rushing yards, where was Baltimore at? Middle of the pack, 109. Not The Texans can't run the ball, though, and that's a problem. Deeper you get into the playoffs, if you can't run the ball, it's going to be an issue. Although, Singletary looked pretty good. Um, so the Texans just need to score 28 and a half on Saturday. Um, <laughs> CJ ate the Browns D up. Yeah, he did. He absolutely did. It was a fact. Picked him apart. I also give a lot of credit to the play calling. I feel like Slowick called a really masterful game again. So we'll see how they do against... Um, we'll see how they do. Anyone had Blackberry Crown yet? Asking for a friend. No. Didn't know that was a thing. Let's see. Uh, Don, I'm going to Brio. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> I don't know what that is. I wish I had an Irish coffee. I wish, yeah. I wish I had a cigar... And uh, out, outdoor heater. And I wish it was 502 instead of 402 so I could go enjoy both. All right. Uh, here's your draft order. It's hot in here. God damn, I need to take a break. But fuck it. Are we still hanging in there on the Twitters? We sure is. Look at us. Look at us. Uh-oh. Not now. <laughs> Uh, hey, Donna left a message and I didn't even see it on the chat little window thingy there. Damn it. Oh, wow. One person watching. All right. Um, NFL draft order. Bears won. Oh, I think I screwed these up, by the way. Yeah, I didn't have the via. Um, I did that wrong. That's stupid of me, but whatever. We'll, we'll correct it. We'll just, just look. The order's the same. Who they got them from is, needs to be changed. Chicago could have one, eight, and nine. Why do you think they would have eight? How could Chicago get eight and nine? What are they getting from Atlanta? What? Chicago, Atlanta draft pick. <clears throat> um, I don't understand. Oh, Justin Fields. I was like, what? 
It says Bears to get massive draft pick in Justin Fields trades as expert. Okay, that's what you're talking about. Gotcha. I was like, what are you talking about? Did I miss a trade that occurred? Mel Kuyper said Atlanta wants Fields and may give their first. Okay, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Titan. You go. Okay. Mm. That would be, that's not even the most Atlanta thing to do. That would be a, a, a Cleveland slash Jets thing to do. My God, if Atlanta, if Atlanta is even remotely smart, you don't trade for Justin Fields. For for goodness sakes. You just don't do it. He's not worth a first round pick. No, he's not. At all. If you must if you just want to waste a pick, well then just reach for a quarterback at number eight. You might get lucky. I don't know why these teams keep believing that Justin Fields is ever going to be anything other than what he is. Uh, Rob, what's up, Rob? Rob says, so smoker gutter show said Baltimore forecast 27 degrees feels like 20, partly sunny, 4% chance of rain. Okay. It's going to be cold. But good news is for, in regards to CJ, he played in Ohio. He ain't worried about it. Um, Sean said he is 100% worth a first. No, he's not. That's just you politicking to get rid of him. If he was worth a first, you wouldn't want to get rid of him. If he was worth it, you would keep him. If the man, oh my God, Sean, Sean, look me in the face, Bears fans. It's Sean and Mark, the rest of you. Look me in the face. If Justin Fields was worth a first-round pick, you wouldn't be letting him leave. You know he's not. You hope he is, but you know he's not. Stop fooling yourself. You're not fooling me. You're not fooling anybody else in this chat. Nobody wants that dude that's smart, but nobody's saying Atlanta's smart either. So, yeah, they'd probably give up a first-round pick. It's Atlanta. Jeez. <laughs> Mark said, do you see me arguing? No. Look at Dre. <laughs> Dre said, trade Dak to the Bears. Now, Dak I would give up a first-round pick for. If you want to give up a first-round pick for somebody Atlanta, if you want. <laughs> Sean said, shh. They might be listening. That's what I love about Bears fans. Bears fans, like, think that they're fooling the entire internet. They're like, yeah, I love Justin Fields. He's great, man. If a team gets him, I'm going to be so sad. They're lucky to have him. He's fantastic. I'd give up a first and a third. You know, I would give up the same thing that the the Browns did for Deshaun Watson is what I'd do. Nasty Nate said, Dak, talk about wasting a pick. Well, what I'm saying is, um, Dak is closer to being worth a first round pick way more than Justin Fields is way more, way more. Justin Fields isn't even worth a first round pick in the USFL draft in the UFL draft in the XFL draft in the Madden 24 draft. Justin Fields is not worth a first round pick in any draft anywhere on this planet. 
He's not worth a first-round pick in the WNBA draft. He's not worth a first-round pick in the Miller Genuine draft, the draft that's coming through these windows in my office, the overdraft in my checking account. He ain't worth a first-round pick in none of these drafts. Stop it. Stop it. And Atlanta, don't do this to yourself. Don't. You're better off just taking a flyer at eight and trading and giving up a, a no. For the love of God, no. Amos <sighs> said, don't first round picks usually go for first round picks. No. Not if they're busts like Justin Fields and Trey Lance and no. AJB said, I like him, but don't love him. You don't know. You don't love him. You don't like him. You don't. I promise you, you don't. Uh, Weather should not be a factor. I hope not. I hope not. All right, back to the draft. Here's the updated and current draft order. Now, you have to go, like, the last eight slots are still up in the air because they're all playoff teams. Playoffs? But the first 24 are set in stone unless there's a trade. So, Bears, Commanders, Patriots, Cardinals. That's your top four. Chargers, yet another reason why I would want to, if I'm, you know, a a soon-to-exit Mike Tomlin or even a Bill Belichick, you got a, you got a franchise QB and, and the fifth pick in the draft and some talent still on that offense and defense. Mmm. Smells like victory. Or I farted. Uh, Giants pick six, Titans seven, Falcons eight. Bears nine and the Jets pick 10th Vikings 11 Broncos 12 Raiders are 13 Saints 14th pick in the draft Colts 15 Seahawks are 16 Uh, Jags 17 and Bengals 18 we knew all that that's been set since the, the last game of the regular season first 18 were set but since the playoffs occurred here's the update Rams are going to pick 19. Steelers are going to pick 20. Dolphins, 21. Eagles, 22. The Texans are picking 23. Texans did themselves a favor by beating the Browns. Um, Had they lost that game, their pick would have been somewhere in the 28, 27 neighborhood. Actually, probably worse than that. Maybe 29. Just depending on what the Browns did next. Uh, so instead, because the Browns got beat, they would Browns would normally be picking 23rd, but instead that'll be the Texans. Cowboys picking 24th. And those are all of your uh, current picks set in stone unless there's a trade. And again, that via Carolina, I had just copied and pasted and forgot to update it. That's via Cleveland. So right now, as it stands, with records of remaining playoff teams, uh, Packers would pick 25th if they lost. Bucks would pick 26th if they lost. Arizona would pick 27th because they got the Texans pick when they moved up to get Will Anderson. Not bad. Not bad. In hindsight, huh, go figure. In hindsight, looking back, moving up to get Will Anderson, you, you would have been picking 27th this year. And hell, maybe you would have picked a little higher because you wouldn't have been as good. Pretty good job, Nick Casario. Pretty good. 
Uh, so, yeah, the Cardinals would get the Texans pick at 27. KC would pick 28. Bills 29. Lions 30th. The Niners 31st. And the best team in football is the Baltimore Ravens. They would pick 32nd. So, there you go. There's the updated draft order. In case you cared. And if you didn't, well, tough shit. And in case you didn't know, there are two teams that are without a first-round draft pick this year. Somebody do a well check on Jen, please. Browns do not have a first-round draft pick because they gave them up for Deshaun Watson. Still think Watson's going to be okay. And the Carolina Panthers don't have a first-round pick because they gave it up for Bryce Young. And they don't think he's going to be okay. Yeesh. 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 Jen said, I'm fine. Let me ask you a question. Let me just ask you a question, chat. And really, this would be uh, Bears fans. Hey, Bears fans. Question. Would you trade with the Cardinals if the Cardinals gave you four and 27? And that's the best it'll be is 27. And Kyler Murray. For the number one pick in the draft. Would you do it? Would you do it? Would you do it? Would you do it? I mean, if I'm the Bears, I might consider it. Because then you would have four, nine, and 27. And Kyler Murray. And the Cardinals would move up and take their quarterback. They'd move up and get Caleb Williams or whoever. Kyler said they're sticking with Kyler Murray, but if that comes up, yes. Yeah, they say that. You know what I'm saying? Teams say that, but that doesn't mean they would. That doesn't mean they would. If they could, they'd move on. But I don't even know. I mean, obviously, a lot of it has to do with, like, uh, his, his, uh, is the numbers on the books and stuff like that. Cash strapped and all that bullshit. And I don't know. I'm just throwing out <clears throat> suggestions. Let's see. Uh, oh, this is interesting. 24, 2024 offseason financials for each team. Uh, cap clearing possibilities. Trade Justin Fields frees up $3.2 million in cap space. So maybe you trade him for uh, Kyler Murray. There you go. Cardinals, let's see. Notable friend uh, under uh, cap clearing possibilities. Process a full base salary conversion on Kyler Murray, freeing up $28 million uh-huh. of cap. Okay. That's weird. That's weird. Cardinals salary cap. Kyler Murray. Base salary is 37. Yo, Alex, thank you for the four bits. Alex at Barry, tell Baker to stop. Yeah, stop getting your hopes up. I, I, Alex, tell the truth. You'd have much rather them just lost. They just got your hopes up. Tony. <laughs> Tony the handsome. Uh we'll get we'll take Chicago's ninth pick in the draft for Davis Mills. It's not a bad, it's not a bad idea. Um yeah, I was trying to see Kyler Murray's cap hit. Let's see. 
37, that's a lot. And dead cap money. Ooh, cap hits 51, dead caps 81. Sheesh. 20% of the cap. Ouch. Cardinals are in trouble, man. That's a that's a dumb number. Uh, that money is always a little more weird for me to figure out. I didn't want to play the Lions. Well, too late, bub. You are not good. Uh, at least it's a dome stadium. At least the Bucks go on the road. They're playing in the dome, right? All right, uh, real quick. It is 4.15. Before we move on to uh, this video that I have, and I wanted to get into it. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Um, <laughs> I still think Tony... You know what the Bears should do? They should trade us number one and number nine for Davis Mills. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, all right, real quick, before we go any further, and I feel terrible that um, we didn't get to this when we were supposed to, but your boy was out of sorts and... Jen's been busy and not helping, um, but it is uh, it is definitely time because we got birthdays in the house. Yeah! Oh shit! I don't got a shot glass. I think we'll get a shot glass. I'll be right back. Time to crack open a new fireball. It feels like I pissed my pants because I'm so sweaty. Half a shot for each day you were laid on these birthdays. Shut up, Steven. You and you stupid ass ideas. Way too damn long. Way too damn long for how simple it was. All right, so we got some birthdays in the house. Mark G! You guys, help me wishing a happy, happy birthday to Mark G, please. Mark, pimping, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry we missed it. <laughs> I failed you, Mark. Hopefully you got your birthday card in the mail. But I failed you. Uh, but I still love you, Mark. I hope you had a great birthday. I, I do. I hope you had the best birthday. I hope it was full of presents and love and uh, admiration. I hope you didn't fight nobody. I hope you got a roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. Happy birthday, Mark. Sorry we missed it. 
For my birthday, can the Bears get a reliable quarterback? Okay, let's not try to get miracles here, okay? It's the Bears, Mark. That's got to be more of a Christmas present because that's a Jesus thing. You need that kind of a miracle? You don't need you don't need a birthday wish on a candle. You need Jesus. Speaking of birthdays, though. Hey, we didn't miss his. Alex Villanueva. Let's go. <laughs> Not this Jesus. The other Jesus, the Jesus. Alex, happy birthday, buddy. I hope it's a good one. You know what? Go eat a sandwich, you skinny bastard. Jesus Christ, you look sickly. I didn't know they... Oh, that would have been so racist. I was about to say something so racist for Alex's birthday. I won't do it because I love me some Alex Villanueva. So happy birthday to Alex. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday to Mark G. Happy birthday, my friend. Uh, May both of you have fantastic days. Oh, one of you. Hope the other one was good. Uh, CZ said, oh my God, he is so skinny and he really does have a wife. Yeah, I don't know about that second part. I've seen her. She's pretty and smart and there's no way he landed that. No way. She's a rental. All right. Uh, happy birthday, guys. I don't know why that kicks in at the end, but cheers. I love you guys. Happy birthday to both of you. Uh. Ah. God, that's so much better than Jameson. Mm. So much better. Uh, why do I have a random text? I'm sorry. I was looking at something. I don't know who this is. For I gotta figure out who this is. I don't know who this is. I don't know that. Uh, that's a that's a Florida number. By the way, I was super, super disappointed Inside Edition never got back to me. I was really, really, really looking forward to uh, doing their show. So we know Dre hangs out on McCarty and Bissonette. That's probably true. What's better than Jameson? Mimi said. Fireball. Man. Jamie is tough sometimes. It used to be good. I used to shoot it smooth. Not so much anymore. Not so much. Okay. Time for a video, kids. And you know what? I'm not going to set this video up. Let's see. It's 423. I got to pee. Do I, do I go pee now and end early? Or do I take a break and go until 455? Donna said, I saw your TikTok. Good stuff. Oh, thank you, Donna. Appreciate that. Yeah, I was like, the other day, I was like, did it hit a half a million yet? I was, that's the most views of anything I've ever had. So that was pretty exciting. Oh, yeah, it's over a half a million views. Look at that. 
And uh, the berry on deck channel is growing, so. No fireball box. No. No. No fireball box. Drinking out of a bottle like an adult. Also, we already finished the fireball box. Okay, uh, I want you to turn up the sound on your phone or your listening view. <laughs> Donna said break then 455. Okay. Fireball buckets of QT. Yes, I did see that. All right, let's do this video. Uh, and then we'll see about a break. But I want you to turn up the volume. Actually, you don't even really need volume. Just... Glue your eyeballs. If you're driving, pull over. I know some of you are long-haul truckers, and you're eastbound and down, loading up and trucking, and you are going to do things that they said can't be done. I get it. And there's a, you got a long way to go and really a, uh, a very short time to get there, but don't worry because I know you bandit and you can run. You go get them. <clears throat> um... I want you to watch this video. It's really not a film session, although I should get the one that Dre sent. Really not a film session. Just watch this video, and then let's discuss how stupid this is. Robert lid is whooping his ass. That lid is whooping his ass. Well, we finally found something. Worse than Skip Bayless's takes. His acting. That was awful. That was, that was so bad. Like, who grunts like that? Who's, look, I'm fat, okay? I get it. Let me tell you something. I am fat. I'm fat and I'm out of shape, okay? And I know this. Even my watch knows it. I sneezed and my watch goes, oh, good for you. You're you're up and moving. I was like, no, bitch, I sneezed. That's how little I exercise, though, is I sneezed and my watch went, good for you. You're up and doing something. So, no, I'm not, you know, I, I've always said fat people in, in, in shouldn't throw scones. What is it, fat people in glass houses? Or people in fat houses shouldn't throw scones. That's That was my saying I made up. People in fat houses shouldn't throw scones. I get it. Well, that was... Uh, how out of breath was he? 
throwing shirts. And the worst part about it is that trash can whooped his ass. That, I'm going to tell you right now, of all the shows Stephen A. Smith and, and Skip Bayless has ever done, of all the shows Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp ever did, Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp never, never got the best of Skip Bayless like that trash can did. Oh, my God. That was the only funny part of the whole video. Because him just, ah, bro, why, if you're going to make a video like that, why do you show up with all the shit folded? What are you doing? It just get a pile and just start throwing it in there. Why didn't you light the son of a bitch on fire, Skip, if you hated it that bad? Because you know Skip's going to be in there, I got to get my hat back. Swaggy Skip. (laughs) That shit was awful. And the worst part, honestly, if we're being dead ass, 100% truthful and honest, if we're just being honest about it, bro, the problem is, uh, Skip, we see your dumb ass waiting around the corner. You can see him clearly waiting around the corner. I mean, oh my God, let me just, let me just show you. Let me zoom in here if I can. Let's see here. Huh, what is that? What is, I wonder what that is waiting around the corner. I want, are those, is that a blue Dallas Cowboys shirt waiting for my wife to go, I'm recording action. Look how long he waits and play. Two, three, four, five. What are you doing? Bro, that is terrible. Hold on, rewind one more time. And action, two, three. What? That is awful. I mean, that is so stupid. And he goes through all that, and it's just like, oh my God, bro. You, you really let that trash can whip your ass. That, that was the saddest part of all that. The saddest part. <clears throat> Uh, Amos said, oh, you haven't seen his dance moves nine times more terrible than that. There's no way anything is more terrible than that video. No way. Dub said he was being emo. It, it was, it, it was so fake. So fake. Posh said the trash can makes it gold. It really does. It really does. But the fact that he's standing there and he's like, okay. I almost felt like, like you could see him standing around the corner waiting. Like this is my big break. This is definitely going viral because it's going to be so hilarious. And I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to grunt like I'm working out. I'm going to grunt and moan and be exasperated and out of breath. Like I just ran two miles did a, and did a Zumba class. That shit was trash. <clears throat> trash. Just like his tanks. He should have thrown his tanks and his whole career in there with it. Just awful. My God, that was awful. That made me mad watching that. I mean, I was legitimately mad that he recorded that and put that out. And here I won't publish shit. 
And when I do, it's, it gets uh, all kinds of mean comments and shit. But you got old dumbass out here posting stuff like that. It's disgusting. All right, it's 4.32. Let me take a quick break. Grab me a Diet Coke. When we come back, um, and my understanding, and it probably came out last week, I'm sure. I really haven't looked at it yet. I wanted to save it. <laughs> For you guys, because it's kind of become a tradition, at least for me, that um, we look at the rodeo lineup together. And I don't know who it is. I just pulled up the website. I still haven't looked. So when I come back, we're going to go over all the rodeo performers together, and we'll see how many I know and have heard of. Uh, We'll see how many I'd go to. And I'll get your opinion. How many would you go to? Okay. Yo, what's up, poor Marine? <laughs> poor Marine's been commenting on Twitter. Yeah, <clears throat> my bad. I just I just put that up there as an experiment just to see. Uh, why does that say? Oh. Yeah, that's my bad, poor Marine. I just I'm I'm trying different things. We're gonna see how it goes. I'm bringing all my rowdy friends to the rodeo. Oh, Lord. All right, let's take a quick, quick break. Uh, There's 39 of you hanging out with me. There should be more than that. Most of y'all didn't go to work because of the freeze. What is happening to this show? Oh, my God. We are going into the dumps. All right, um, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll look at the rodeo lineup. And uh, Barry, just point me in any direction. I will foam up. All good, pimp. Lamont is my brother from another mother. Oh, nice. Is he over there, too? Nice. All right, uh, back shortly. Don't go anywhere. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Stick around. Plenty more to come. Let's, uh, yeah, let's sit on the corner and do some dope. Sounds good. I got your bitch. Sit down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sit down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sit down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner doing dope. They are to be shamed. Nasty ass people from last week. 
Know, 20 minutes or so of Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. And those of you that did, uh, always, always appreciated. Uh, by the way, I didn't share this with you. Uh, but last night I was um, online and I saw, I had seen the photo before, but it didn't dawn on me. Until I was like, where have I seen that before? Where have I seen this photo? And it was a photo of Taylor Swift in Kansas City uh, watching the game. And then I realized, oh, I know where I've seen that before. They actually had Taylor Swift keeping warm inside of Andy Reid's COVID mask. I remember that now. You can even see the little microphone thing going past her. It's pretty interesting. So I made that. I made that for you. All right. Uh, that's silly. <laughs> Yoko Swifto. That's funny. Yeah. She's bigger than any of all of us. Um, shit. In fact, I, a lot of people are saying, ah, that's why they put the game on Peacock. They wanted to make all the Swifties pay for it. I'm like, yeah, Probably. Probably, and then the little guy suffers. Donna, thank you for resubscribing. 21 months. Thank you, my sweet, sweet. Amazon Prime for 21 months. That's what's up. All right, I wanted to take a look at uh, and Kelsey's mom's black box. That's gross. Uh, I wanted to take a look at the rodeo lineup every year. For those of you outside of the city of Houston or the state of Texas that don't know, Boy, oh boy, do we love us some rodeo here in the city of Houston. It's a big deal. In fact, it's one of the biggest deals of the year for our city. I almost said for this dumb city, which is kind of a dumb city. If we're being honest, 
we're kind of dumb. We do a lot of dumb stuff. We do a lot of great stuff. We do a lot of dumb stuff. Uh, but in this case, uh, we take a look at this year's Rodeo Houston lineup, which came out five days ago. Yeah, January 11th was when it dropped. Here it is. Rodeo Houston star-studded. I'll be the judge of that. Rodeo Houston star-studded 2024 uh, entertainment lineup. Here we go. Tuesday, Feb 27, Blake Shelton opens it up. Okay. I know who that is. Wednesday is Carly Pierce. No idea. I would have to Google... Carly Pierce, who is, nope, uh, she's kind of cute, I guess, that's about all I know, unless this is the wrong Carly Pierce, uh, that's all I got, uh, everything you should know about Carly Pierce's love life, don't need that, don't need that, so, no, no idea who Carly Pierce is, sorry, uh, for King and Country. Mm, nope. Black Heritage Day is March 1st and it's 50 Cent. Okay, wait a second. Pause. Who is for King and Country real fast? Let me just... Uh, no idea who that is. Uh, no clue. Um. Mm, no idea. I don't know what that is. Um. So Friday, March first, is is fifty cent. Why? Why wouldn't if why wouldn't you celebrate Black Heritage Day in February? which is Black History Month. You open on the 27th. I get it. Uh, you got Armed Forces Appreciation Day on the 28th. I get it. Why not? It's a leap day anyways. Why not put 50 Cent on the 29th or the 28th? Move Carly Pierce to the 29th. I don't give a shit. It just seems weird that you wouldn't have... 50 cent on uh, a black heritage day in the month of February, but whatever March 2nd is Hardy. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Ivan Conejo March 3rd. I don't know who that is either. Is that a, what is that? Ivan Cornejo. I'm just kidding. I at least know how to, I think I know how to say it. I think I'm saying that right. Ivan Cornejo. I have no idea. A Mexican-American singer. That narrows it down. A uh, Mexican-American singer-songwriter in the regional Mexican genre. Born in Riverside, California. Okay. Okay. San Antonio has a stronger lineup. Oh, for their rodeo? Probably. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. Oh, now we're talking. Oliver Anthony? No idea who that is. Uh, Google says it is. Oh, what? Because the rich man, not the rich man. 
You guys couldn't name another song this dude sings. You couldn't do it. You know one song. And the rich man. Uh, yeah, Hank Williams Jr. on Monday Night Football. That's pretty ironic, Drake. Good looking out on that. Elvis Crespo is a goat. I don't even know who Elvis Crespo is. Who is that? What in the hell is an Elvis Crespo? No, Ricky Martin. I'm out. Shut up, Tony. Uh, all right. Hardy, Ivan Cornejo, Oliver Anthony, Jelly Roll. I only talk to God when I need a flavor. Oh. <clears throat> Jelly Roll seems like a good guy. He doesn't look like he stinks at all. Um, Luke Bryan. Okay, I know who Luke Bryan is. How was Jelly Roll not brought to you by Kroger, by the way? That seems like a miss. The grocery store should be bringing you Jelly Roll. Just going to put that out there. Luke Bryan. All right, Volunteer Appreciation Day. Major Laser. Holy shit, are they still out doing things? Uh, Major Laser is what were their names again? It's two dudes. Um, or is it a, th- a trio? Oh, it's a trio. I always thought Major Laser was two. It's a thruple. Diplo, that's who it was. Major Laser is a Jamaican American electronic dance music and DJ trio. It's a thruple. I thought it was a couple. Includes record producer Diplo, DJs Walshy, Fire, and Ape Drums. Oh, okay. My kid wants Major Laser. Yeah, that'd be fun because Kroger has a deal with Bun B. So Kroger can't sponsor more than one? Laney Wilson. Oh, I might have to go to that. I may have to go to that. Laney, Laney Wilson is not who I was thinking of. Never mind. You can. I don't want to go to that. I don't even know who, who is this. Laney Wilson. Who the fuck is that guy? I have no idea. It's not who I was thinking of. I thought it was the one that redid the song. Um, and the loneliness like a thumpy man. Oh, what's her name? Laney, Laney something. If you hadn't heard it, I'm going to post uh, her OG. Oh, what is it? Uh, Laney, nope. That is not it. What is it? Laney is on the opener of college game day. Is she? No idea. No clue. Laney. Uh, oh, hell. Where is it? Google oh, YouTube music. I don't know it. I just have it saved in my um, Google music. See, switch accounts. Who's the one that did the remake of that damn song? What is it? I don't know, Dad. Why are you screaming? Let's see. Uh, music. Where's my music at? I don't know how to do this, guys. I'm such a damn boomer now. I swear to God. I swear to God. State law. Uh, YouTube studio. Where's YouTube music at? Can I just see my goddamn music? Finally there. And then you go to libraries. That's what I wanted. 
there's a Laney. I'm going to put this link in the chat. You guys got to go listen to this. It is my jam. I listen to this song before shows. I listen to, there's three songs I listen to uh, before I, I go on. Uh, oh, Laney Gardner. That's what it was. Let me see. I want to view a video. Go to YouTube. Here we go. If you hadn't seen this, it's a shit boy. Hold on. Uh, share, copy. She did this in her bedroom. Here, I'm going to post it in the chat. Just go listen. I don't even care. Uh oh. Why did poor Marines thing get nixed in the chat? What didn't get allowed through? Well, that's a bullshit. Oh, okay. Uh, no, it's because you said fuck that redneck, and that's yeah, that's aggressive towards white people. Listen, I get it. I'm with you. I get it. Yeah, it was the yeah, it was the robot that did it. It was Nightbot. Uh, yeah, Nightbot did it. Show did. Because I saw it being hailed. It was weird. All right, go go listen to that. No, you're good, poor Marie. Ain't nobody upset with you. Ain't nobody upset with you. Uh, So I posted the link to that song. Go listen. Go listen. It is so good. Uh, that's why I thought that Laney Wilson was. Okay. Here's the rest of the lineup. Los Tigres del Norte. I bet Nora knows. My wife knows who that is. I have no idea. Google Home Free. What's up with Home Free? Is that like, uh, does he do some redneck racist shit? Um, What is Home Free Music tour dates? That's a band. Did he steal their music? What was uh what's the deal with it? Uh I'm confused. I'm so confused. Alex said now that's racist. I can say it if I want to. Some of my best friends are dumb rednecks. Okay, my dad. Was my dad. Was. He's dead. Hope you're happy. Oh, those guys are positive and love one another. Is that what I'm talking about? Cause the rich men are the. All right. Um. Back to the <sighs> rodeo lineup. Where is it? There we go. All right. Cool. Uh, Los Tigres Los Tigres del Norte. Okay. Go Tejano Day. Um, my wife would probably want to go to that. Whiskey Myers. No idea. Bun B on March twelfth. Followed by Nickelback. March 13, the Zach Brown Band on March 14, the Jonas Brothers. Ooh, I might go to the Jonas Brothers on March 15. I won't go. Brad Paisley on March 16th and Eric Church on March 17. I have no idea who Eric Church is. I probably should know. Your boy doesn't know who Eric Church is. 
Uh, let me see. Google Eric Church. Nope. No idea. No clue. Um, no idea. Mm-mm. I know Total Dallas is going to Nickelback. Yeah. He's like, is Creed going to be there too? So I'll be honest with you. I know one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of the uh, eleven. I know eleven of these. That's not bad, actually. That's better than last year. So I know eleven of the performers at the rodeo. And there's what seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. There's twenty. It's not bad. It's not too bad. I'm not old yet. I know more than half of the performers. Because that's how you know when you're getting old. When you're getting old, you you look at the lineup and go, who? I know, I know Hank Williams Jr. and George Strait, and that's it. Who's this Blake Shelton guy? Sounds like he wears a dress. Said bunch of mamby-pamby bullshit is that. 50 cent? Who's... What is that? What's a 50 cent? It's a half dollar is what it is. I ain't never heard no damn 50 cent. Jelly roll, I'm not even hungry. This would be my dad if we were going over the rodeo lineup together. Los Tigres del No, thank you. Build the wall. (laughs) Okay, dad, that's too far. What, what, what are we doing, Pop? What? Why? <sighs> Major laser. Whatever. Minor bullet, asshole. I don't know. Um. All right. It got silly. I apologize. Let's get out of here. Shall we go? Oh, shit. No, shit. Well, we made it through. That was a rough one. I'm not going to lie. That was a rough one. And it's all on me. It's all on me. I take the L for that stream if it wasn't good. If you didn't enjoy today's show, it's my fault. I wasn't I wasn't there. You know what I mean? I wasn't I wasn't in the mind frame. I was in a bad mood. Um, had a headache this morning. So, yeah, it's on me. It's on me if it was a bad show. All right. For one reason, I got money. I love. Oh, nice, bro. Congrats. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate you. Thank you, Nasty Nate. I hope, Nasty Nate, from the bottom of my congested heart, I hope you lose Mike Tomlin. I do. I hope he goes to an organization that loves and appreciates him. You don't deserve him. For reason, I'm going to crush Jared Taylor. Oh, nice. That hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, you mean daddy can pay his light bill? Come on. Um, What is this? She was so happy she almost had a heart attack. Oh, nice. Just Dre out here killing people. Awesome. Hey, man, thank you guys for hanging out with me. Sorry if it was weird. That's on me. I got to be a better host. Uh, thank you for the hype train. Happy birthday to Alex Villanueva. Sorry I missed yours. Mark G, that was not intentional. I'm just an idiot. And uh, without Jen, I'm nothing. I can admit that. 
Uh, thank you, Mr. Uh, truck Driver Pussy. One of those days. Amos said, you haven't done it in a long time, but I thought you were going to rage quit today. <laughs> Way to power through. There was a moment, I'm not even lying, there was a moment where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to do this. I'm not in the mood. But you're right, I powered through. And I appreciate you noticing, Amos. Shut up, Dubs. I hate you and I love you. Dub said, show was pretty good today. Hey, man, you guys be safe out there. A lot of truck drivers listen to this show. And I want you guys to be safe, okay? Please, for the love of God, be safe. Be safe. And uh, thank you, Alan. And y'all be careful. And I always end the show with the same three things, but man, it really matters today and tonight and tomorrow. And it goes for all of you. Be safe and be kind and love each other. And then, look, I never say this, but, you know, be kind and love each other doesn't mean you have to put up with a bunch of bullshit. Don't get it twisted. If people are being assholes to you, you ain't got to take that. But don't be an asshole. Don't be those people. You be kind and, and love each other. Don't take no guff. As Jenny's mom would say. Hey, poor Marine. I'm, bro, I'm seriously considering moving to Arizona. I, I'm honest to God. But then I saw their sports teams and was like, nah. All right. Hey, y'all stay warm. I love y'all. I'll see y'all tomorrow. We won't have much sports to talk about, but who cares? Maybe we'll just recreate Skip Bayless's trash can video. What a loser. Um. Hey, Pluto Summers, thanks for hanging out, man. Much appreciated. I will see you all tomorrow. Bye, guys. Let's see. Do we have a raid? Uh, hey, no. Nobody. All right. Well, I try. Honest to God, I look every day for a raid. The real tight spot is Fortnite. No. Sea of Thieves. What is that? Are they fishing? Oh, no. He's playing. Uh, let me look. Hold on real quick. Browse. Sports. Zudu, Zudu. What is this? Nope. Denver's number one sports talk. Dubs OT with John Dickinson. Oh, that's a radio show. Uh, radio, 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 radio. <laughs> There's Joel. Uh, looks like he's in the studio by himself. Let's see. Bear. Okay. That's a inappropriate word. Who's this big fat white dude? Uh, you better you bet. Bet QL. No idea what that is. There's like nothing. Damn. Sports radio 610 has 10 viewers. That's not good. All right. There's nothing. I love you guys. Bye. Daddy's making a YouTube video.